Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. We're going to dive right in on our, um, call it Spirit Week. I guess that's apt for those of you who've had graduations here in the last month. But uh, as we've talked about the spirit of man, and, and when we talk about being a Christian, uh, you know, we've covered the some of the basics, how we're spirit, uh, and there's a war between the spirit and the flesh. And then we talked about the fruit of the spirit yesterday. But it's important that we talk about uh, the helper and the one who did the work on the inside of us, and that's the Holy Spirit. You know, God, everything He does, He does through three people, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And so in the same way in creation, where it says God spoke, it says the Spirit of God brooded over the waters. The, the, the one who is enacting the Word of God, which is Jesus, um, is the Holy Spirit. And so it is when Jesus ascended, it was the Holy Spirit that He left with us or sent to us to help us. The Holy Spirit is God present on the earth. Jesus said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And because He's in perfect unity with this Holy Spirit and with the Father, He He fulfilled that by putting the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. Jesus, we say Jesus lives in my heart, but it's the Spirit of Christ, right? You know, God indwells us. So it is the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, but the, God the Father is in heaven, God the Son, Jesus, is in heaven. The Holy Spirit is living on the inside of me. And so we have our daily helper in the person of the Holy Spirit. So I want to read in Galatians chapter 4 and verse 6 about the Holy Spirit. And it says here, um, uh, it says in verse 6, And because you are sons, God has sent forth the Spirit of His Son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Therefore you are no more a servant, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. When you got born again, one of the things that took place is God gave you a new spirit, but then he put the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. So you have God Almighty living on the inside of you. That's why Colossians 1.27 says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. So Christ is on the inside of you. You have the nature of the Father through the person of the Holy Spirit. And so when you look at victory, really the Holy Spirit is our victory. The Holy Spirit does more than we even realize. You know, when you repented, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit comes to convict the world of sin uh, and then to convince of righteousness. And so for you, as you, as you've been built up in the faith, as you've come to understand, man, I'm a child of God. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. That's the work of the Holy Spirit that gives you peace. You know, many of you, I would say the majority of you listening, hopefully all of you listening, say, I, I experience on a daily basis peace with God. I know that I'm God, I'm on, God is on my side and I'm on God's side. I know that I'm not at odds with God. I know that I'm not, if today was my last day, I know my name is written in the Lamb's book of life. I know that I have peace with God. That's the work of the Holy Spirit, to convince you that you're righteous. It's the same thing, to convict you of your sin. When the Holy Spirit came, you know, he's, that's why Jesus said, I stand at the door and knock. The Holy Spirit comes to convict of sin. He doesn't come to condemn, but he comes to convict. So when someone hears the preaching of the gospel, you know, Pastor Rodney, we're going through, um, we're in a camp meeting at this point, a minister's leaders conference, and he was reading a story of the Welsh revival that took place. And he said that there was like the, the presence of God permeated this town. And there was this one young four-year-old girl or four-year-old boy who was in class and the teacher was reading. And this little boy or girl raised their hands. And uh, I think it was a little boy actually raised his hands. And um, uh, the teacher said, yes, uh, little Adam. And he said, uh, um, do you know that Jesus, or do you love Jesus, teacher? And just like that, the Holy Spirit, through the words of the gospel, a simple, do you love Jesus, teacher? 
convicted the heart. And that person who is a sinner, that teacher gave her life to Jesus and ended up being a missionary in India. And so you see, that's not just regular words. It's words that carry the weight of heaven. It's the power of the Holy Ghost. So even right now, let's just thank the Holy Spirit. He's the one who made it so that we can repent. Yes, we said yes to God, but he, he's the one who brought the conviction. Without the work of the Holy Spirit, no man can even humble himself to repent. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for what you've done. Thank you that when the gospel came, we yielded and we said yes. Lord, we made that decision to say yes, but Lord, thank you that you saved me. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for what you've done. Thank you for all the times you've convicted us of sin. Lord, even when we've w- wanted to get away with it, thank you that you convicted us and you drew us back to, cl- uh, to, to relationship with Jesus. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you what you're going to do in Jesus' name. So the Holy Spirit's there to help us. John chapter 14 in verse 25 says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, which I have said to you. You know, one of the works of the Holy Spirit is to remind you the word of God. Sometimes we can begin to think that we just have this amazing memory, but it's actually the Spirit of God that reminds us of, the, of what the Word says. You know, every time you go through a challenge, it's the Holy Ghost that brings to your remembrance the Word of God. The Word is alive. The Holy Ghost will bring that to you. You know, every difficult thing you go through, God has a Word, a Scripture from, from the Word to give you to stand on. I will never leave you nor forsake you. My God shall supply all my needs. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down. Whatever it is, you shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. There's a word direct from God and it's the Holy Spirit that reminds you. There's a time where Jesus is talking to his disciples and he says, hey, they're going to take you before magistrates to persecute you. Don't, don't take thought in advance. Don't work up your defense in advance. The Holy Spirit will give you exactly what words to say. Jesus spoke by the Holy Spirit. He, 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 he spoke by the unction. He said, I don't do anything that unless I first see my father do it. It was the Father acting and speaking through the Holy Spirit. And so it is with us. So the Holy Spirit is there as our daily helper. Man, imagine having someone anytime you needed advice. Imagine having someone at your disposal 24 hours a day who anytime you needed advice, they could give you the right advice. Anytime you needed help, 24 hours a day, you could call and ask them for help. You know, people. there's, there's people who are uh, stupid rich and they pay to have assistance available at all times. But they pay them for things like go run to the store and buy me a piece of cheesecake. But to have the Holy Spirit who gives the, he's the, he's, he's far greater than Dr. Phil. He's got better advice for you than Tony Robbins. He's the best of the best. He'll never lead you astray. He's there to comfort you. The Bible calls him the comforter, the helper, the intercessor. He's praying for you and he's available 24 hours a day. This is God who gives us the Holy Spirit. And really that's, the Holy Spirit is how we walk in our victory, daily walking in our victory. So then the Bible says in John chapter 16, In verse 7, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is expedient or better for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he has come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin, because they believe not on me. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Of judgment, because the Prince of this world is judged. For those of you who are soul winners, you know, it's the Holy Spirit's job as you preach and as you share the gospel to convince people of the Lordship of Jesus Christ. There's only one sin that sends people to hell, and it's unbelief in Jesus Christ. There's one sin. There's, a, there's one sin. He said, of sin, because they believe not on me. The sin that sends people to hell is unbelief in Jesus Christ. And sure, there are other things, but what comes down to, yes, you know, there's people who fornicated, but they've confessed Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and they've been forgiven. 
and they'll be in heaven. But there's no one who's rejected Jesus Christ who's made heaven. Impossible. It's the one sin that'll send you. So the Holy Spirit's there that as the gospel is preached, people hear and people are convicted. It's the work of the Holy Ghost. So if you, and I want to encourage you, if you're ever in a church service and maybe there's things you've been dealing with, maybe there's sin in your life and the Holy Spirit convicts you, please do not turn away from the voice. Please do not reject the voice. Please do not, oh, I'll just repent on my own at home. No, there's been times where I've tried that. I've been in service and the moment I got, when I was younger, the moment I got in service, I knew, man, there's things that are not right in my life and I start to repent at the beginning of service, but it gets down to the end and then the altar call is given and I just know that my heart starts beating really fast and it's the Holy Spirit convicting me. Why? Because fear of man is a problem. If I'm repenting in secret, it's not that I have to wait to church to repent, but I have to be willing to make a stand and say, Jesus, I'm giving you my life. I'm making it my goal and my focus to live out of sin, to live in the perfect will of God, to, be, to, to have clean hands and a pure heart. And so you yield to the Holy Ghost. He's your daily helper. Ephesians chapter 1. What else does he help with? Let's take a look. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 17. And the Bible says the God, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe. And then it goes on. What is that? The Holy Spirit is the spirit of revelation. So when you go to read the word, have you had it where you're reading the word? And, and you can read three chapters and one verse will just leap out at you and revelation will come. That's the Holy Spirit that's doing that. So every time that happens, Holy Spirit, thank you. Even before you read, Lord, thank you that as I read the word, revelation comes. Lord, let this pierce right into my spirit. Lord, let my mind be renewed. It's the work of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit is alive. He's the spirit that's the guarantee of our, our inheritance. He's, he's, the, he's the down payment. He's the foretaste of what's to come. And so he's our daily helper. And so what we do is when we need help, Holy Spirit, help me. Have you ever tried asking him for simple help? Holy Spirit, where are my keys? Holy Spirit, what do I need to do today? Holy Spirit, lead me. And you, and you make a decision to be a person of the spirit that doesn't go where people expect them to go, but goes where the Holy Spirit says to go. Now, I'm not talking about being flaky and you're unreliable. Well, I don't know if I'm going to go to work today because I got to see what the Holy Spirit wants. No, it, it, you can be a person of your word, but that you say, Holy Spirit, you direct me. The Holy Spirit will direct you into disciplines. Make no mistake about it. Let people, oh, you know, I don't have really have a prayer time because I don't know. I just want it to be led by the Holy Ghost. Be open, but be disciplined. Set a prayer time and then say, Lord, if, you, if you, you want me to pray more, if there's a time you want me to... There's been times where the Lord's had me intercede. I've woken up in the middle of the night and just needed to pray. Heavy burden to pray. And you just pray until you pray it through. You pray till you get through to the other side and the burden lifts and joy comes. There's, it's being willing to follow the leading of the Holy Ghost because He's our daily helper. He's the Spirit of God in our hearts. He's our source of revelation. And he's the one who brings the word back to our remembrance. You know, as a spirit, he's the one who's taken up residence on the inside of our spirit. And so this is why we're going to talk tomorrow about some practical keys on walking in victory in your spirit. But this is why developing a relationship with the Holy Spirit is so important. Where you don't only talk to him when you go to church. Where you have a conversation. Holy Spirit, I love you. Holy Spirit, thank you. Every day I thank him. Holy Spirit, thank you. You're a great help to me. You do more than I even know that you do. 
but thank you so much. I used to think that when I was soul winning and someone would ask a question or someone would like say something and then another scripture would pop up, I just thought I had a great memory. But it's the Holy Ghost. There's times where I'm preaching. Most times where I'm preaching, I start with a couple, ch- I start with a couple verses and a general idea of where I'm going. And then the Holy Spirit's leading me. It's like he's got cue cards and he's pulling cue cards. Read this scripture, read this scripture, read this scripture. Why? Because the Holy Spirit's bringing the word. And that's why it's so important for us to put the word of God in our hearts. Because he brings the word that we've heard back to our remembrance. You know, I've only heard one or two stories. I think probably only one of the Holy Spirit getting someone to quote a scripture that they'd never read before. And it's possible. But you put the word of God in your heart. You hide the word in your heart so he can bring it up when he needs to. But he's our helper. He's a great help to us. He's a great daily help. He'll show you what to do. He'll show you what to say. He'll give you the words to say, even in practical things. He'll give you favor with people. You know, there are people who, in door-to-door sales, I had it all the time. You know, I never used to talk to -to door-to-door salesmen, but there's just something different about you. You know what that is? That's the glory of God. That's the help of the Holy Ghost. Lord shows you something specific. The Holy Spirit is here to help you. Help you what? Help me what? He's here to help you. First of all, in, in just in life, in your relationship with the Lord, number one, but then in your life. You know, the Bible said, I wish above, Third John 1, 2, beloved, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. That's not just a nice greeting. That's God. It's, it's God breathed. That's God saying, I want you prospering and growing spiritually. I want you uh, succeeding financially. I want you living in abundance. And I want you growing. Uh, and I want you growing in your other areas. I want you healthy. I want you strong. And the Holy Spirit is there to guide you into all truth. You know, to guide you into all truth. He's always going to bring you back to truth as you yield to Him. Make a fresh commitment. Holy Spirit, when you speak, I listen. When you give advice, I listen. Take time to speak to Him, even if it's just 10, 15, 20 minutes in the morning and you pray in tongues. Holy Spirit, I'm listening. Speak to my spirit. The Lord doesn't speak to your head. He's not going to send you a voice message. He's going to speak directly to your spirit. Take time to slow down and listen to the voice of God. The Holy Spirit is our helper, and He's our victory, and He's here to guide us into all truth. I love you. God bless you. Thanks for joining us.